0: Train your body with the American College
1: of Sports Medicine on RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. You know, if you're running outside at this time of the year and you see those people, and I even actually saw somebody running the other day and they were in long sleeves and had kind of long spandex pants on. And I was just, I was sweating looking at them. I was like, that's incredible. But people that are runners, they just do their thing and they know what works for them. But when you're running in the heat and even walking outside and exercising outside in general in this weather, how do you stay healthy and during a race day, because this is coming up to season, how do you really keep from letting this heat get to you? My guest is Dr. Louis Maharam. He's one of the world's most extensively credentialed and well-known sports medicine and running health experts. The Running Doc, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit Thanks for about having me well, I love having you on, and you're so knowledgeable and you have so much great information, so people are exercising outside. I mean, it's definitely the time of year you want to do it, but gosh, it's so hot sometimes, Doc, I want to go on my treadmill rather than go walk outside because I can't stand the heat. What's your best advice?
0: Well, a lot of people like to do that in the summer uh, and go on the treadmill. there's actually uh, a new place that just opened up similar to a SoulCycle in Manhattan that's filling a niche. It's like a club that they have treadmills all through the room and club atmosphere and lighting and music with coaches. And they, they have exercise classes on the treadmill It's air conditioned, and they, they do speed work. They do hill work with the treadmill, with the coaches actually working with each person individually as they're doing this in the big class. And, you know, staying inside is not a bad thing. You shouldn't feel guilty if you feel too hot. If you personally feel too hot to be outside, then don't be outside. Or choose to run early in the morning or in the evening, not in the heat of the day. That's
1: what I think. Now, that being said, there are those people who don't care.
0: There are those people who don't care. And out there, there's so much information about hydration that comes from the wrong people with the wrong attitudes, that, so people really don't know what to do. I, I was watching the news this morning, and the weatherman said, make sure you drink, he actually said this, make sure you drink, 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 drink when you're outside today, and drink a lot of water, keep drinking, especially if you go running. I mean, they did this whole little thing. And I'm like sitting there going, no, you, we all know that about overdrinking and hyponatremia. And if you tell people to do that, they're going to drink until their serum, the salt level in their blood gets so low that they get seriously ill. And you see that in races when they stop at every water stop and, and, or fluid stop, and they drink one cup of even a sports drink. If they do that for a whole marathon, by the time they finish, they get hyponatremia, which is low salt level, which the brain can swell and they can get very sick and people have died. So people have to understand how much to drink and get the information from the right people, not from water companies, not from sports drink companies, but from exercise scientists like you and me that understand this and, and nutritionists and medical directors of events. And, and there are all these different things, like the sports drinks companies came out with the saying that you should drink as much as you sweat. And I challenge you to find How one can you paper do that? that says that, that you could actually need to do that. There is none. There's no research that I've read Says you and how do you even know much how in much, in
1: much you sweat, Dr. Maham? How no, do you even know? Different. What do you doing? You're going to hold up a little vial, and so that as no, you sweat, no, you're putting it no, in there and counting the volume? How do it, you even it, figure it, it out? Is, it,
0: this is so much simpler than that. And Tim Noakes figured that out. This Tim Noakes is probably the foremost researcher in, in amount to drink. He's from South Africa. He wrote the book The Law of Running that everybody reads. Um, knowing how much to drink is... Personal. Everybody sweats at a different rate and and that that sweat issue about drinking as much as you sweat is a myth. It's a total myth. Now if you are sitting next to somebody else in the same room, one person may be so sweaty that their shirt is completely stained and another one is cool as a well. rock. And if you look at somebody running outside, one person is a massive sweat and another one is barely sweating. So Everybody has a different amount of fluid needs because of their own metabolism. So the simplest thing to do is learn to look at your urine. Because then you'll know if you're drinking too much or too little. If you're drinking too much, your urine is going to be clear. And if you're drinking too little, um, if you're drinking too much, it's clear. And if it's too little, your urine's going to look like iced tea. And that's not good either. So you want like a lemonade. And if it's a lemonade, you know you're drinking enough. And this is something you practice. Just like you practice when you're training, you practice looking at your urine and go for lemonade. And if you don't have lemonade and it's too dark, drink more. And if it's it's too light and too clear, drink less.
1: So that is absolutely the simplest way and so easy for people to do. And so, okay, so if you're making sure to getting enough hydration, making sure to watch your pee. Now, what about what you wear? Because really what you wear in the heat when you're running, like I said, Dr. Maharam, I saw people in their their long sleeves. Now, maybe they had that wicking layer, maybe they were doing, you know, but uh, it was making me hot just looking at them. So how can some people wear, long sleeves running in this heat and it doesn't seem to bother them and me I'm in a tank top and shorts and I'm out there fitzing like I can't even believe it
0: again it's your own personal metabolism and your own personal heredity so so you have to go what works for you okay the person that's out there wearing that long sleeve and feels comfortable God bless them (laughs) and if they aren't comfortable then they need to wear something lighter and shorter or tank top or something to, to yeah. cool off. Now, now a very important thing is to make sure that you do the right thing to keep yourself hydrated, such as if you're going to go do a race and it's going to be at the, say you're doing a marathon and the bell of the curve is where people, most people come in about four hours, right? Four, four and a half hours. And if it's a four, four and a half hour mark, it's going to be high heat and high humidity, you've got to be prepared in advance. So well, now, wait, to... wait,
1: Dr. Maharam, because we're talking about hydration in another segment right. as well. So I want to make sure we get to some of these other things like what about socks in this kind of heat and on a day that you're going a long distance? What there's so why? many socks. Socks. There's so many socks on
0: yeah, and people's feet. Again, it's feet's... personal preference, but you've got to have socks. If you don't wear socks and appropriate socks, then you're going to get blistered because if they get wet, and they move back and forth. You're going to the friction is going to cause blisters in your feet. So I always uh, well I prefer, certainly. And I, I usually don't like to mention a brand, but um, Thorlo socks, which are a thicker sock that wicks away fluid. Wicking means pulling the fluid away from the skin toward the fabric. And
1: yeah, it, now it, and, and, and so and you like Thorlo's, Thorlo.
0: Uh, I, I like Thurlow because it keeps the foot as, as dry as possible so you don't blister up. That's the most common complaint of runners in the heat when they about their feet. Now, people don't they, think using about using blister. sunblock,
1: and they don't even think But you know, sunblock, I'm moving, I'm running, whatever. It's going to run into my face. It's going to run into my eyes. Now, no, we only have one minute life. left.
0: You need to use a sports sunblock. Sunburn is just as bad as it running into your face. You can use one of those sports sunblocks with a high SPF because you're going to be out there in the sun. You'd hate to come in with bad sunburn at the end of the day.
1: That's right. Now, in just the last half a minute, Dr. Maharam, I want your best advice for exercising in the heat and cooling off. Do you jump into an air-conditioned house? Do you take an ice pack and shove it on your head? We only have about 30 seconds, not even. 30
0: seconds. The best thing is to ice down, cool showers, ice, ice bag down your body, cool your body down.
1: Okay, so that really is, it's okay to do all of that as long as you get your body cooled pretty quickly. You don't want to maintain that heat for too long, but that is no reason why you can't be like me. I mean, I don't love to exercise in the heat, but I know some of you do. So get out there, get your exercise, stay hydrated. It's so important. You're listening to Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. More great show coming up. Stay well.